Paula walked in and set the figure from the Everything for a Dollar store on his desk. Here's your handsome friend, she said. Thanks, Mark replied absentmindedly. He sat down at his monitor and logged in. He went to his Yahoo Mail and found several messages that he sent to the spam folder and then hit empty, and they disappeared like magic. As he started to log off and return to the living room, an incoming message popped up in his inbox. Now what? More spam? The subject line read, Important message for Mark Phelps. Curious, Mark opened the message. Dear Mr. Phelps, We wish to thank you for purchasing several of our figures today at your local Everything for a Dollar store. Feel free to contact our customer service department if you have any questions about our products. Yours truly, Celeste, Tromontaine, Imports Exports. Mark stared at the message in disbelief. They had just purchased the figures. How could the company know about it? He glanced at the figure on his desk, and the malevolent visage glared back at him. Hey, Paula, come in here for a minute, will you? Paula stuck her head in the door. What, honey? Look at this email that just came in. How in the world can this company know about our purchase at the dollar store? We just made it. Paula leaned over and read the message. That does seem weird, but these computers nowadays seem to track everything. At least they have good customer service. Yeah, but for a dollar item, we didn't give our name at the store. This is creeping me out. He looked over at the figure again. Well, I used my credit card. Maybe they picked it up that way. Yeah, but the credit card is in your name, so how did they get my email address? I don't know, sweetheart. I've got to go in and fix something to eat, Paula said and walked out of the room. Mark sat reading the message again and looked over at the gray-headed statuette. He was getting an uneasy feeling. A little later, Paula called him and he went in and they ate together from two TV tables as they watched the evening advertisements, salted here and there with bits of news. Trouble and Tiger did their best to get their attention and thereby get an extra morsel, all the while eyeing and steering clear of the bags. After they finished eating, Mark said, I'm going to go in and log off my computer. We can watch TV or whatever you want to do this evening. I think I'll take a shower and go to bed early. You can join me if you feel like it, she replied suggestively. Never one to turn down that kind of invitation from Paula, he smiled and said, Okay. Mark walked back into his room to log out and stop dead in his tracks. The figure that Paula had set down on the right side of his desk was now sitting to the left of his monitor. Paula, come here. She walked in. What, Mark? When you came in here earlier with this figure, didn't you set it down there? He pointed to the spot it had been at first. Gosh, I don't remember, baby. Why? Because when I came back in here after eating, it was over there on the left side of my monitor. Paula laughed. Well, it must have grown legs and walked. She thought it was another of Mark's memory mix-ups that seemed to be occurring more and more frequently of late. When this happened, he borrowed an excuse he had heard one of the inane political candidates make on TV and called it a brain freeze. I'm not kidding, Paula. That thing moved by itself. Remember how that bag was in the back seat of the car when we came back from Target? Oh, come on, honey. You've been watching too many spooky movies on TV. Okay. Mark turned away. He was irritated. Paula went out, unconcerned. She was used to Mark being a bit paranoid about things. Mark sat pondering. 
Tromontane imports exports. That's just too weird. What the hell is a Tromontane? He consulted his desk dictionary. Nothing. He took the third volume of the huge Webster's Third New International Dictionary that he had bought at a thrift store a couple of years before. It was quite worn and tattered, but it contained almost every word in the English language, except for some of the new ones that had worked their way in. There it was on page 2425. Tramontane, coming from the north beyond the Alps Mountains. Mark shook his head, logged off the computer, and went back to the living room. 